Good evening, good evening everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Sports with B.I. How's everybody doing out there? I hope blessed, because I'm blessed. The last time I talked to y'all was, uh, you know, when Odell Beckham Jr. got traded. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. How's everybody doing? It's been a long time since I've been on the airwaves. I got a lot to talk about. And I love y'all. I hope everything is doing good with everybody out there, all my listeners. I know y'all been wanting to hear from me, but you know I'm a busy man. I got to get myself together and make sure I put everything in order to make this show bigger and better than all the shows I've ever done. It's April 10th, 2019. All right? I miss y'all. I love y'all. But you know, I'm always coming back better than ever. I got a lot of content to get o- to go over with y'all. So, you know, let's get right to it. And um, I, wish, uh, I just know, I hope everybody's doing good with themselves and blessed out there. And um, let's get right to the show. We're going to start with the word of the day. The word of the day is, never let them see you sweat. Whatever you go through in life, whatever obstacles you have to, you know, go over because, you know, people want to see you sweat. But if you show perseverance and you show patience and understanding, whatever type of person, people, Whatever they're trying to do to knock you down, you have to be mentally strong to deal with that without 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 frowning your face. Because once you find your face, they got you. You have to stay strong and mentally you have to stay mentally strong more than anything. Because that's gonna get you through the tough times. When you feel like giving up and you feel like somebody ain't shit, you know what? Still say a prayer for them because obviously that's what they need. You know, and maybe, you know, it's not that they need it, but it's always good to just pray for the people that you, you know, that might, you might think they're doing you wrong or whatever. It's still pray for them and wish them the best. You know what I mean? Everybody's not perfect. People make mistakes. People want more. People want things more than they can handle. It's like a whole bunch of scenarios going on, but y'all just make sure, you know, don't never let them see you sweat. And um, before I get my show started, also like to give my recipes, you know, to my grandma boy, my cousin Robbie, you know what I'm saying, my grandpa Pink, my uncle Joe boy, my uncle Marion, you know, Gregory, God bless your soul, recipes, Greg, I love you, we all love you, there's never a day that goes by that I don't think about you, Gregory, I know you're looking down on me doing this podcast, brother, and I just want to let you know I love you dearly with all my heart, and I miss you every day, I miss you. Like it just happened. It's still fresh to me. Like it just happened yesterday. I miss you, bro. It's G's world. You already know what it is. Um, Tyra, Recipes Tyra, Jay Bugs, Nipsey Hustle, Tech Nine. A lot of bad, a lot of, a lot of losses. Um, Nene, uh, Mousy, George, Raru. It's just a lot of people, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Snap, Gina, Ali, Shauna. It's just a lot of names. And um, I, I just want to say they all to be respected 
and there's a lot more names to go down the list, but, you know, we're not going to go through all of that, because this, you know, we, everybody out there, just love your loved ones, and, um, don't never disrespect the day that goes by, make sure that you always respect the Lord, and respect the days that you hear, because, you know, this, unfortunately, this life of ours don't last forever, and, um, you just got to count your blessings every day you wake up, and, and, you know, try to do the right thing, do the right thing, and, You'll be, you know, and live your life. Now, getting into the show. Here we go. We're going to talk about the NCAA real quick. All right, college basketball. It was a hell of a season. The season ended Monday. You know, we got Virginia. They beat Texas Tech for the national championship. There was a good game. Overtime. Virginia wins the title after they took the first round loss last year. They won the title this year. It's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing to see Virginia win the title. I Personally, I took Texas Tech because I like taking the underdog, but Virginia did win, you know. Like my cousin Spencer said, there's always this little setup going on with, with, you know, Virginia lost the first round last year, then they came all the way back and won the title. It all makes sense. So anyway, Virginia wins the title. Big up to them. Chris Muller leads St. John's. The best player that St. John's ever had in the history of, of, their, of their college, St. John's University. And um, Chris Mullen steps down because he basically in three years he didn't do nothing and the team sucked and he had to step down. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boss Miguel and his son, Mateo, on the sidebar. Speaking of St. John's, going to St. John's University to play soccer. It's a beautiful thing. God bless Miguel and his family. Uh, Mateo, continued success, my brother. And, um, Let's see you do big things. We want you up in that big stage. Uh, you know. So, uh, Miguel, you know, make sure you give me some tickets to any to, to any of the pro sporting events that your son will be uh, playing in because that kid has a bright future. And um, that's what's up. Now, back to the college basketball. Come on now. You know who's going to get the Naismith player of the year? Zion Williamson, baby. He's the Naismith Player of the Year. He's the eighth Duke Blue Devil player. And he's the third Frenchman since Anthony Davis and Ken Kevin Durant to win that award as a freshman. What more can you say? In other news, that, you know, it's kind of a little difficult to explain, you know, difficult to say, but it's the truth. Like, what do you guys think about this? As Zion Williamson gets paid by night to play for Duke. Now they saying that basically Zion, they knew, Nike gave Zion's mom's money so Zion could pick the play for Duke because obviously everybody knows Nike is is Zion's excuse me Nike is Duke's um, affiliate. They they that's their that's their jersey. You know they make Nike. They did that's who they that's who they run with. Nike makes their jerseys and, and Duke players wear their sneakers. Duke Duke and Nike is hand in hand. So. How do you feel about Nike paying Zion's moms? Do you think it's true? Do you think it's not? They can get the lawyers and all of that. It don't matter. We all know that Zion's mom, Zion Williamson's moms, got that bag from Duke for her son to, from Nike for her son to play for Duke. It's not a secret. Come on, that's why they should start paying these college athletes so they don't have to go through this, do all of this nonsense about getting paid under under the table. Everybody knows Zion's moms. Got that bag from Nike, so a sucker played for Duke. Yeah, everybody knows that already. You know what I mean? So, 
it's not a secret. And um, you know, it's just crazy how how, how the game goes with the, with the college game. How they don't want to pay these kids, but the colleges make millions and millions of dollars off of them. Uh, Final Four appearances, uh, tournament appearances, Final Four appearances. You know, Sweet Sixteen. For, you know, it just goes on and on and on. How the colleges is getting so many millions of dollars from these these teenagers that's playing the game of basketball, and they can't buy they can't buy a pizza pie out of Domino's. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy how it goes with that. But you know, in other news, Tennessee, Tennessee's Rick Barnes gives Nason Coach of the Year, which is well deserved. Um, I had like three brackets, and one of my brackets I had Tennessee going all the way, but Tennessee lost to Purdue, even though I think they got cheated in the tournament. Tennessee lost to Purdue, but he did a hell of a job, and he definitely deserves the co- the Nason Coach of the Year. Tennessee coach Rick Barnes, congratulations! You did a good job this year. Continued success. Done with the college game. Now, let's go on all over to what really about to be the highlight for the next three months of the sports world. Or one of the highlights, but the big highlights, one of my favorite part, one of my favorite times of the year. Even though everybody knows Golden State's gonna win, most likely. But let's see, you never know. It might be a surprise. But you know, it's it, the top of two, baby. It's the NBA. The NBA playoffs start on Sunday. You know what I mean? And we're going to break it down. And we're going to break it down like this. For the most part, I love the NBA. And, um, you know, I'm a Knicks fan. And uh, I want to see what I want to see. My people's, you know, we're going to talk about that. though. We're going we're gonna to break it down first. Ha, ha, ha. Because, you know, the final day of the NBA season is today, April 10th, 2019. So, there's going to be a lot of playoff positioning going on. And, um, you know, we're going to see. Who do you like? You like Milwaukee? You like you like, you like like the Celtics? I mean, see, there's a lot of teams out there in the East that can do it, man. So, um, you know, like I said, the NBA playoffs start on Sunday. You know, but... We're going to see what happens. And the seedings come out tomorrow because the last games of the season are tonight. So I have to come back to you all on Sunday with the, basically on Sat on Sunday morning with the seedings. So you can see who's messed up or who, who's playing who. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Brooklyn's probably playing Detroit, something like that. But I have to, you know, I'm gonna solidify that when the seasons, you know, when the, when, when the brackets come out. But let's get back into let's get back into this draft lottery thing. You know, the draft lottery is on May 14th on ESPN. The draft itself goes down on June 20th. But the lottery is very, very important because the Knicks are currently 16, and if I'm not mistaken, the Knicks record is. Excuse me for a minute. I don't want to lose y'all, but my notes are very long, and I'm trying to get them right now. Oh, the Knicks are currently 17 and 64, people. So they have, they're up there at the top of the draft, the top of the lottery, to get my man, Zion Williamson, baby. You already know. Who don't want Zion? I want Zion. I know every Knicks fan wants Zion. You know why? Because I've been in the Knicks game, and all they talk about is big man, we want Zion. Me, laced it on my Knicks gear, of course. And, you know, I'm amongst my brothers, my Knicks fans, and all we want is Zion. That's it. You know, then we talk about KD and Kyrie and all of that. But, you know, like the draft, like I said, the draft, the draft lottery's on May 14th. 
okay? The simple fact of the matter is the four worst teams have the same percentage to get the first pick. But the Knicks happen to be on top of the list. So we should be able to get the first pick. We need the first pick. We desire the first pick. I want the first pick. I don't give a damn. They're going to have to rig it through something. Damn it, the Knicks need some help. We need some help. I'm tired of the Knicks being bad. I'm tired of everybody making fun of me. I'm tired of everybody making fun of my hats. Okay? I'm tired of everybody saying the Knicks suck. The Knicks suck. I'm tired of hearing that shit. But you know, excuse my language, but you know what I do? I continue to wear my Knicks gear because next year, you know what's going to happen? Everybody's going to be bandwagon hoppers. Believe me when I say, I'm not jinxing the team. I got a Zion Williamson supposed to in my house, in my apartment. Zion Williamson is coming to the Knicks. And I'm saying it right now, and I'm calling it into existence. He's coming to the Knicks. So everybody calm down. And when he comes over, and hopefully we'll get KD, okay? And y'all going to see what happens. And maybe we'll get Kyrie. Okay? And we'll see what happens. We're going to get Katie first and Kyrie to follow. But let me get this off the, you know, you know, that's, you know I don't want to get too deep into Nick's talk because I can, I can talk all day. But like I said, get back to the draft. It's a serious debate at number two. Is it going to be J.A. Morant or Duke's J.R.J. Barrett? You know what I'm saying? Who is it going to be going overall second? That's a tough pick. I like Morant over Barrett slightly because he got a little bit more athleticism than, than R.J. Barrett. We'll see what happens. And definitely, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis can swing trade talks in any direction. We can, we can get, the Knicks can get Anthony Davis if we get Zion and the Pelicans want Zion and Anthony Davis wants to go to the Knicks. Then we could do a whole bunch of switch. You know, Anthony Davis is going to really... Um, change the landscape of the uh, of the draft possibly, and you know if not, then we'll wait to free agency to see where the Pelicans is going to ship them, and you know all of that is to be determined. And continuing on, I think the NBA MVP is Giannis. A lot of people think it's James Harden. I think it's Giannis. Giannis is the MVP. I know James Harden had a hell of a year, scoring champion, but Giannis. He don't have Chris Paul, okay? So I'm taking Giannis over James Harden as an MVP, okay? Yeah, but you know, in the same breath, can Giannis, can he do it in the playoffs? Can he take Milwaukee to the promised land, the NBA Finals, representing the Eastern Conference? Y'all let me know. You think Giannis can do that? I don't know. It's to be determined. There's a lot of good teams out there. You still got Philly and you still got you still got Philly and you still got the Celtics. I don't got too much faith in Philly. And to be honest with you, I want Philly to win. I want Milwaukee to win, really. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Philly win just so the Celtics could get bounced out the playoffs. Early. This has always been my analysis. Let Philly win. Let Milwaukee win, and somehow in between all of that, the Celtics come up short and don't make the, the Eastern Conference Finals, and Kyrie leaves and comes to the Knicks. That's my dream. Excuse me, let me take a sip of water. I'm thirsty, y'all.
That's my dream. That's my that's my dream scenario. So um, let's see what happens. I love James, but I think Giannis got this one. Now, another serious topic. The Utah Jazz guard Kyle Culver in the first personal piece, in the first person piece reflecting on race relations in America and positions as a white man in the NBA. Now, Kyle Culver stepped up to the plate and did this piece and talked about you know, the race relations and, you know, being a white man in the NBA. And once again, it's a topic of discussion that I'm glad was brought up due to the fact that we all know what happened in Utah when the fan yelled at West Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. We all know what happened when Russell Westbrook went to Denver and a little, and a little, and the, and the fan touched him. A little um, Caucasian um, boy touched him. You know, um, Russell Westbrook gets harassed a lot. In other, it just happens to be Russell because he brings that attention to the table. But a lot of fans have a lot of mouth to Russell. That's unwarranted. And the, and the fans are white. And I'm not racist. But the fans are white. And it's not right. And, you know, Carl Corver, if you can read the pieces, a very interesting piece, he speaks on those things. And Carl Corver had to understand what it was to be a white man in the NBA and how the perception of blacks in the NBA... How, how how you know like the like the narrative of it is a very sensitive topic, but it's a real topic, and it is, and I'm glad it got discussed. And um, read the piece on you know, it's a very interesting piece to read. You know, like I said, race relations in America. Period. And the position as a white as him being a white man in the NBA is very interesting. So um, I think y'all should check that out. Now. You know, Dwayne Wade had his last home game. Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowinski had their last home games. They both announced their retirements yesterday. And they both had good games yesterday. So, Dwayne Wade wraps up a, all, a, a, a very good career. Let's talk about Dwayne first. A very fruitful career with three titles. Um, there was a debate this week about... Dwayne Wade and Paul Pierce. Well, Paul Pierce wanted to smoke, and he going to get the smoke. Now, hear this out, y'all. What the hell do y'all think? Paul Pierce got the nerve, the audacity to sit up there and say that he's better than Dwayne Wade. Hell no. Dwayne Wade, he's not better than Dwayne Wade by no stretch of the imagination. Paul Pierce was a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he ain't better than old Dwayne Wade. They pull, I remember I listened to Stephen A. Stiff. He pulled up the stats. More NBA, he got, I think he got more all-NBA teams. He got, he got, the only thing Paul got him on is, I think, points. He Paul got more points than him. But at the end of the day, he got three chips, and Paul only got one. Paul did get the MVP in the finals when they won, they won the only title. But, um, like I said, Dwayne Wade, he got, he got one of those too. But he got three chips, so, I mean, you know, he got two with LeBron and one with Shaq. Flash, say no more. Dirk Nowinski, he got a chip. All right, who he beat? Don't forget the mighty Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Okay, don't forget that. That was a that was a title that LeBron will will regret for the rest of his life. Because Dallas, if you don't recall, Dallas won that title and parted in Miami. 
after that same night with the Miami party with the trophy in their city. With Mark Cuban. Holler back. God bless them all. They retired. Two good players. You know that. You know what I'm going to say. First battle Hall of Famers. No doubt. Stamp it. Book it. And we got one more breaking news story. If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. Everybody knows. Magic Johnson hasn't spoken to Walton in weeks. And I wonder why. Because Magic Johnson stepped down as the, 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 the vice president of the Los Angeles Lakers, everyone. Magic Johnson stepped down. Matt Johnson said he's tired. He wants to go back to having fun. You can take this in any way you want. You want to take it as the white executives in the organization is not letting Magic do what he want to do. In one hand, there's so many debates you can go with this. In another hand, they're saying Magic Johnson was never in the building. Magic Johnson was the president or, or what is it? Uh, oh, vice president of the Los Angeles Lakers. But he never was there for the day-to-day operations. He got so much other stuff going on. He never was there putting his all into the job. And the result was on the court. So, Magic, if you're not set out to do the job fully, my brother, then you shouldn't be there. That's why you stepped down. Because you just, you just shorthanding the organization by not being there to run the organization the correct way because you have to have 100% of your lifeline in the organization to be able to be run fluidly and the players and the people that's also working for the Lakers to respect you, brother. So if you knew you was, if you knew your ass was going to be there, then you needed to step down. On the other hand, if the people that was running the organization like Jeannie Buss, which he called his sister, which he called someone that he... Was he didn't want to let her down? He didn't want to. He didn't want her. The, the reports was he didn't want her to talk him out of not stepping down. So basically, when he stepped down, he did it without nobody knowing nothing. So you know, you you can take it how you want to take it. Magic Johnson got millions and millions of dollars. He gonna do whatever he want to do, and that's it. You could take the you could take the route of the white he he could control the white people from you know not white people and I'm not a racist once again but I'm just saying like you know the organization is run by a white woman and is he gonna be able to get her ear to do what he want to do or basically he wants to cut out for the job and he he, he just wanted to do what he wanted to do and he wasn't been able he he, he couldn't put his full his full body into the job he could he just couldn't be there for the for the for the you know for that type of work so if you're not gonna put in the work in you're not gonna get no results you already know how that go excuse me everyone as i take another sip and that is the wrap up on the nba and um it's gonna be a hell of a playoff run i will come back on sunday morning with with some you know with with, with the brackets for the nba you know and um the Brooklyn Nets is in the playoffs, so we'll see what happens if they make some noise. Um, the Knicks' last game is tonight. They play in Detroit. You know, we just looking forward, to, like I said before earlier, we're just looking forward to the lottery and getting Zion and hopefully getting KD and 
Kyrie will follow KD right on over here because Kyrie don't need to go to no LA. And it was good that Magic Johnson stepped down because they and, and nobody, from what I'm hearing, nobody wants to play with, with, with LeBron. You know what I mean? That's what I'm hearing. Nobody wants to play with LeBron James. LeBron James is nobody wants to play with the guy. That's what I'm hearing. So and and they roster's twisted. They're all right. Their roster ain't nobody in our roster. Yes, they got Kuzma and Ingram, but if you don't remember, LeBron wanted all of them to leave so AD could come over there. So if they get AD and they clear the roster out, who they gonna have after LeBron and AD? Rashawn Rondo? Come on now. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done. Let's get into the NFL. Topic three. This, this show is going beautiful today, y'all. I'm so happy to speak to y'all. It, it makes put a smile on my face. All right? It puts a smile on my face. Shout out to Lisa. I love you, baby. You put a smile on my face every time I see you. You know, it puts a smile on my face. But, you know, let's go on in here and uh, talk about this NFL stuff right here. You know, NFL football. We got the draft coming up in April. It's going to be, I mean, excuse me, it's, it's this month. It's April 25th through the 27th. As you know, three long rounds of, of, of picking these guys that had an NFL dream. Um, from what I, you know, from what I see and what I know and what my resources tell them, because yes, sports will be, I do got resources. Of course, I got resources that's going to Tennessee to watch the NFL draft. And let me explain something to you. I might be in Tennessee to see the, watch the, the NFL draft. Okay. The first night of the NFL draft, I might be in the building with credentials and all of that. So just hold your horses, man. Those are the type of connections I got. But you know what? That's the type of timing I'm on, man. So, you know, y'all just, y'all just stay tuned. All right? But, you know, we're going to finish talking about this Nick Bosa. You know, I like Nick Bosa. He's the NBA Draft's best prospect. He really is. He's a pass rusher at Ohio State that got hurt towards the end of the season. His brother, the other, his brother played for, um, his brother played for the San Diego Chargers. He's a hell of a player. And, um, his, the Bosa, the new Nick Bosa, he gonna be good, man. So watch out. Whatever team gets him, you know, we gonna go down the draft list, everyone. The draft, B.I., B.I.'s draft list. One through ten. Holler back at me. You know, the teams is trying to move up to get picks. So this is just a rough mock draft of Sports with B.I.'s mock draft picks. So stay with me. Here we go. Number one, Arizona. Kyler Murray, quarterback out of Oklahoma. Number two, the San Francisco 49ers. Nick Bosa, defensive end out of Ohio State. Number three, the New York Jets. Acquiring Quentin Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Number four, Oakland. Picking up Josh Allen, offensive, I mean, excuse me, outside linebacker out of Kentucky. Number five, Tampa Bay. Devin White, inside linebacker out of LSU. Number six, the New York Giants. 
Number six. Woo! Let's go, G-Men. Dwayne Haskins, quarterback at Ohio State Buckeyes. At O.D. Ohio State. The Jaguars at number seven. Jawan Taylor, offensive tackle, Florida. The Lions, number eight. T.J. Hackinson, which is a good player. Tight end out of Iowa. Hell of a player. See him going top ten. Bills, number nine. Ed Oliver, a beast. Defensive tackle out of Houston. And Tim. Denver. Last but not least, the first 10 picks. True lock quarterback out of Missouri. Let's see what happens. I just have a couple of tidbits to say about the Giants, which is my NFL team. And we're going to wrap it up with this. A little bit of Giants talk, of course. The, the show will not be... <laughs> Unspoken, as they would say, without a little Giants talk, of course, because that's my team, and um, I'm gonna talk about them. Okay, we, I live in New York. You know, this we're doing this out of New York base studio. I'm do I'm talk Giants stuff. I'm gonna talk it. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, the Giants, the, the New York Giants, 2019 draft. They better get Dwayne Haskins. They better get Dwayne Haskins. Then draft defense. Like I always told my people. My my because this my people that I speak to about this every day. Eli Manning can help Haskins grow. Teach him the NFL game. You know what I'm saying? Who who's better to groom the, the quarterback of the future of, for the New York football giants than Eli Manning? Yes, we know Eli Manning had his his times of Throwing the ball and turning his head and throwing the ball in the dirt. But you got to remember, Eli Manning is playing with no offensive line. That's what people don't understand. They quickly criticize Eli. Yes, Eli made mistakes. But if you ain't got no time to throw the ball, how in the hell you expect him to be the best quarterback he can be if he don't have no protection? So he's been short on for a long time without any protection. So let's keep that in mind. With that being said, you know we got Shaquan. They disdowned Sherlin Shepard to a four-year deal. Sterling Shepard's getting paid a lot of money. And Sterling Shepard is going to probably be our number one receiver. Golden Tate will be number two. And whoever else fills in number three. And we still got Ingram. So we have to draft defense. The offense is going to be there. Shepard will be our number one receiver, y'all. Okay? Golden Tate will be our number two receiver. And we're going to move on from there. We discount Sterling to a big four-year deal. He basically got $21 million up front signing bonus. That's what it is. Um, Cahoots, respect the Sterling Shepard for getting his money. Now he's going to be our first. Our, our, now he's replacing OBJ as our number one receiver. Rightfully so. OBJ showed him the ropes. He has a worth ethic. It's time for Sterling Shepard to step in them shoes and do what he's supposed to do. He's a good player. Now it's time to do what he got to do. Okay? I ain't mad at that. Not at all. Not at all. I'm glad we didn't get rid of him. Because he's worth a lot. Okay? God bless him and his family. And that's what it is. Now. The last topic I'm going to speak on. 
Okay, and I'm not going to say no more after this until the season begins. I might speak on it a little bit, but I ain't going to keep going on and on and on about this. And we're going to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to the Cleveland Browns, everyone. Can he be the leader of a new NFL team? Basically, the Giants were, the Giants were done with his funny ways in the locker room. Even though the locker room loved him, he was still funny acting. But let me ask y'all a question. What did Odell Beckham Jr. It goes both ways, basically. Hold on, before I get into that, it goes both ways. What did Odell Beckham Jr. do? Let's see what he did for the Giants organization. In a positive note, he bought, he had a lot, he gained a lot of fans and a lot of exposure playing in New York with the catch of Dallas, the one-handed catch, everybody knows, that's what broke him in. And a lot of kids wore his jersey. A lot of, of us fans, older fans, adult fans, we loved him. We loved Odell. He was just a burst of energy. He used to dance. Everything that we love. We love Odell for everything he was. Good upbringing, good family structure, everything. With that being said, on the flip side, with the Odell Beckham win in New York, he didn't even win a playoff game, everyone. You know what he did? I remember him playing the playoff game against Green Bay. He had a bad game. But what do you remember? Like, everybody always knows. What do you remember of that playoff run, that, that playoff that we went into? What do you remember? The boat trip. When he took the picture on the boat. That's what we remember more than him going to Green Bay and kicking Green Bay's ass. Okay, he didn't have a good game that game in Green Bay, but we remember for that boat trip. So to me, Odell Beckham really didn't do anything in New York, but we paid his ass and we shouldn't have paid him. We should have just hesitated and waited, but we paid him. We gave him his money. So he got his money, whatever. So we'll take, we'll take, we'll take the, we'll take the cut. You know what I'm saying? We'll take the cut that, you know, that we paid him. We got to take a, we have to take a luxury, luxury tax cut, but that's okay. We'll take it. We just got, we want to get rid of him. And, um. For me, for me doing my homework, the interview with with, with ESPN's Josina Anderson and and rapper Little Wayne on the side, it left a sour taste in the New York Giants organization mouths. So basically, by him doing that interview, the Giants did not approve of it. They didn't like it. Gettleman didn't like it. Mara didn't like it, and they was thinking, okay, the season was already going downhill. And Odell ended up missing the last four, I think, four games of the season anyway. And when he did that interview, he was still healthy. He was still running around, playing. And it was just like, we gave you your money, but then you're going to smack us in the face with this interview. And it left a bad taste in their mouths. And there was two teams looking at him as this turmoil was going on. And it was the San Francisco 49ers and the Cleveland Browns. They was playing close attention to what was going on with Odell Beckham and the way he was acting with the Giants organization all year. He was very close to going to San Francisco. But since we traded Landon Collins and JaVale Peppers was available, was a part of the trade, obviously, with Cleveland. We needed to replace Landon to get a more athletic safety and versatile safety in the back end of our defense. I know he can't tackle like Landon, but Javier Peppers is absolutely 
on the upside. On the upside, I think this is his third year in the NFL. He's definitely on the upside now. He's faster than Landon. He's not bigger than Landon, but he's faster. And he's not a better tackler than Landon, but he's faster. And he's more versatile. And he's younger. So that's what we're going to take. Um, I'm not mad at that. I'm not sour about Odell. I hope Odell has an amazing career in Cleveland. Um, there we take Cleveland to go, you know, win the division, which I think is a hog. What's I think it was it's hogwash because it's even though AD's not on in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is still Pittsburgh. Um, you already know about Juju, uh, Juju Smith and uh, AD. AD back talk Juju. Um, you know, another prima donna. You know, AD, he was doing good until this came up. And, you know, Juju did everything in his power to talk good about um, AD. AB, excuse me. And then what AB do? He talk about that boy can't catch, this and that. You know, this whole bunch of hogwash coming out of um, AB talking talking smack about Juju. And now he's in Oakland. So he ain't going to win nothing in Oakland anyway. <laughs> he all he's going to do is pad his stats. So, um, you know. But O.D. Bay, Odell Beckham Jr., getting back to you. I wish you the best, my brother. And, um, you know, blessings to you and your family. And, um, you know, I hope you do good in Cleveland. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, I don't mean that. But uh, I'm only doing it for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, uh, you know, for the show's purposes. So the people's, you know, I'm a little biased. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, everybody, thank you for listening to the show. It was a beautiful show. Um, you know, you can catch me on spot on Anchor, Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is go to the Apple Podcast icon in the main screen of your Apple phone. Press the Apple Podcast. Type in Sports with BI and bing. You in effect, baby. Listen to Sports with BI. Check me out on Spotify. Check me out on Twitter. I got all the networks jumping. We good, man. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get down with the organization. Somebody out there, I know you're listening to me. I'm ready. I'm willing. I need to get into a studio. I need some pair of microphones. I need a microphone on my own. I need some headphones on my head. And I'm ready to get to work, man. I'm ready to work, man. I love this, man. This is my dedication. This is my life. I love talking about sports. There's no deeper passion than I have to talk about sports. I love sports. I love everything that has to do with it. This is my passion, man. I love talking about this, man. And I just want y'all to listen to me. Please support my podcast, Sports with B.I. Shout out to my moms, Elaine. Elaine, get well, baby. You're getting doing better. I'm proud of you. To my sister, my two nieces, my brother. All right? His wife, my two, my niece and my nephew in Florida. I love y'all. My other mom, Juanita, I love you. I love you. You know what I'm saying? To Lisa and the girls, Lisa, Paris, Charlene, I love all y'all. All right? You know what I mean? To all my brothers out there. You already know who y'all are. Book, space, bone, black. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot. I love all y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all to keep the support coming. To all my family members, I love y'all. You already know what it is. And um, that's all I got to say. You know what I mean? It's Sports with B.I. I'm back. You already know we got a docket of things to talk about. Obviously, you know the show is lasting longer because the content is getting deeper. That means I'm getting better, bro. You know what I'm saying? To shout out to all my guys at work, my cousin Spencer, All-American Patrick, 
Argentina, Miguel, Carlos, alright? My man B Snacks in the building. You already know. We doing what we doing at work. Everybody Gucci. Love is love. Uncle Roland, everybody. I love everybody out there. Peace. I'm going to see y'all on a Sunday morning. Talk about this NBA playoff thing, all right? So y'all stay up. Y'all stay blessed. Love is love.